All right, welcome everybody to our very first episode of the From, what do we call this? From Struggle to Salvation podcast. I'm your host, Michael Edison, here with my co-host, Sapphire Adams and Michael Adams. I want to thank them, first of all, for joining me with this project. So we wanted to kind of make a podcast where, yeah, we're Christian. We, we, the three of us, we go to a Church of Christ here in Missouri City, and we kind of wanted to bring a podcast that kind of, you know, kind of shows people that, hey, we're not perfect people or anything. Yeah, we're, we deal with stuff that you guys do. We have struggles as well, but we're trying each and every single day to become more Christ-like, to basically um, follow the example that Christ uh, left for us and it's, it's, it's a journey. It's not something that's easy. Mm-hmm. So we kind of wanted to bring this podcast to kind of talk to those who may be thinking about joining the church or those who are still lost and trying to find their way. So hopefully with this podcast, we can accomplish that. And, you know, hopefully you can get some good laughs from this, some good gems. And, yeah, just, you know, hopefully we can supply that for y'all. So, Sapphire, if you don't mind introducing yourself to the crowd so they can kind of get a feel for who you are. Hey, y'all. My name is Sapphire Adams. Um, I'm recently married to my handsome husband over there. Uh, Yeah, so I've been in the Church of Christ all my life, and I was baptized at a young age, around 10 or 12. And um, ever since then, I've been finding my way inside of the church and navigating just different things inside of my life, or navigating social media, navigating social circles. Uh, So it, like Michael said, it's definitely a journey. Um, It's definitely a marathon, and it doesn't get any easier. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. There's always going to be different struggles. So I've definitely had moments in my life where uh, I've had to feel like I felt like I had to argue about how my belief in God to other people who didn't believe in God or whatnot. And I, we're just here to sh- to share your, um, our conviction with you. And we're also here to show you that Christians have struggles, too. <laughs> it's no easier for us. In fact, it's harder for us as Christians because we live by a, by a set rule book. Um, we live by what God tells us to do and how God instructs us in our everyday walk. We live by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So um, we're here to just show you that you're not alone and we're all in this together. You know, High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, Michael, share with us who you are to the people. All right, my name is Mike Adams. Um, I recently joined the Church of Christ, uh, I'll say about a year or two ago. Mm. Um I was recently raised, I said recently, I was raised on Baptist church, mm-hmm. and I got baptized in that. I think I got baptized about two or three times. Mm. I think my fourth time was at the Church of Christ. Mm. So I just recently, just a new convert, recently just got back into it. I'm really interested on learning more of what the... Uh, Church of Christ can offer it when it comes to learning the Bible and um, get, gaining a better understanding for what the Word is really trying to say to me instead of looking at it from face value. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really here to share my points on what I've uh, seen in the world and try to learn from what the Scripture has, uh, that says about the uh, experience that it goes through. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much Cool. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, I'm Michael Edison. So just like with Sapphire, I've also been in the church my whole entire life. Um, my grandma, she was the one who really introduced me to the gospel. She's no longer with us, but she's she's done a lot of great things for me. But the number one thing I think she did for me was show me the Lord 
directly to him because mm-hmm. I know if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Mm-hmm. And it was because of my relationship with him that I was able to, you know, weather the storms that life threw at me. And I kind of got to a point to where the negative stuff that I went through, I was actually thankful I went through them because normally when you go through negative stuff, you're not thankful that you go through them or anything. Mm-hmm. But it was because I had my relationship with God, I knew that, hey, no matter what storm I face, I can deal with it because I have someone, as most people say, up on high who is, who's basically, he has my back for, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah. I knew that, that I had someone I can put my hope in that no matter what is going to come my way, I can just keep on going and just walk on faith that no matter what's going to happen, that I will be just fine. So yeah, I've been in my church, well, I've been in the church my whole life, but kind of when I got in my teenage years, I wanted to make sure this was something that I took ownership of. I'm not doing it just because my grandma mm-hmm. showed me uh, the gospel and everything. And then I, you know, did my research and everything. And then I just came to the point to where, you know, this is what I believe and I take ownership of my faith. So, and one thing that we're going to definitely talk about and that we see is people our age, you know, the millennial group that, Gen Z. Oh, yeah, and Gen Z, too. Can't, can't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, yeah, a lot of them just don't go to church anymore. Like, Facts. some of them, yeah, they went to church because, yeah, their family, their parents forced them to go to church. Mm-hmm. But it's one thing to go to church because you want to go to church, yeah. and it's nothing to go to church because you're forced to go to church. Absolutely. And it's definitely something we see today. Mm-hmm. No, most definitely. I think that um, that's especially a problem <laughs> that we have today in today's yeah. church uh gen z and millennials not showing up to church not coming back to church not being grounded in the faith uh is definitely an issue that we have today i know that um because i was raised in the church and because my brothers was raised in the church um and my i was a, i'm a preacher's kid <laughs> and all of that uh it's expected of me to show up to church however um, we're also going to be talking about how this is your life. And, Michael, you said something that was very profound to me, taking ownership of your faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That is very important, especially in this Christian journey, because nobody can worry about your salvation more than you. Nobody can, can connect you to God more than you. You and God's relationship is very important and very prominent. Uh, it shows you that no matter how people in the church may act, no matter how your family acts, no matter how anybody acts, uh, sticking with God is the key factor. Mm-hmm. That's why a relationship with Him is very important. So, absolutely, that's definitely something that we're going to be talking about, and I and I'm excited to jump on that because. I really want to see more of us Gen Z and millennials inside of the faith and more grounded in the faith because we have younger people that are coming after us mm-hmm. and they need to be shown what it looks like to be steadfast steadfast rather in Christ. Right. Michael, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So you said you were a Baptist at one point, right? Yes. So and then you made the decision to become Church of Christ. So yeah. I guess my question for you, maybe you thought about this, maybe you haven't. So how come you decided to go from Baptist to Church of Christ instead of, you know what, forget this whole religion thing. I'm done with it. I, I, I can just stay at home and do my own thing. I don't need to fool with this. Like, What made you come to that realization to do that? Good question. Um, so let me put it like this. Uh, I was necessarily like forced to go to church when I first started, and it wasn't like I had that one or driven desire to be a part of it and 
like growing up with my like uh, two separate family households, uh, we went. Sometimes my parents were lazy on it, and of course I was lazy on it due to them. But they didn't stress the importance of the church to me, so I didn't really have that really burning desire to go. And then when I had my like troubles within the church, like I didn't like how people operated, and you know we were supposed to not be as judgmental as Christians and stuff like that. And the first thing they do the minute you walk in the door is just be judgmental. Mm-hmm. And like stuff like that, I just could not fool with it. And it just threw me away from it. And I, at one point, denounced uh, Christianity at one point. But mm-hmm. I still kept like certain principles from it saying like, you know, I got to be overall a good person to other people and be loving and not be like an evil person all the time towards other people and just just spreading the love and that and that stuck with me this whole time and then when I uh when I met my wife Sapphire I'm not gonna go to that whole story but <laughs> you know she she brought me back into uh, Christianity primarily Church of Christ um, and then I have other questions about those the different uh, subsections of it mm-hmm. and the, about it but it brought me back and I was like. You know, going to church with her, learning things. You know, we, of course, we have a strong uh, minister or pastor. Or is it both? Minister. You minister. can say minister or. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, minister. Um, and how he carries himself uh, when he speaks about the word. Her own dad, when he came up and spoke the word, you know, his demeanor, showing that strength behind him because we all know they have God on their side, especially mm-hmm. except for his mama. <laughs> I mean, her mama and her daddy. But it's it's just a you know I felt I felt that that loving embrace again. I was like you know what I want to be a part of that and learn more about it because you know there's certain things that I don't know mm-hmm. and that I'm still in the learning process of understanding it. You know, and I'm particularly stuck in Genesis right now because mm-hmm. that's like one of the things that's resonated with me right now because it's like. I'm not going to sit here and go into, like, that debate of saying, like, who fault was it and why are we not in eternal bliss, but <clears throat> but it's just understanding why we're here and trying to figure out how we are and, like, how God has made us to go through these uh, challenges because he wants us to love him. And, mm-hmm. and it's not any way, and we have to do it by choice because that's what's the point of the gift that he gave us was freedom of choice. Right. And it's, you know, I'm wanting, wanting to learn that more is what really brought me back. You know, mm-hmm. some, you know, some may say like my wife did it for me or something like that, but it's not really the truth because I wouldn't have done it if, if I didn't believe, want to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I always believed in God because I mean, just look around. You know, there's, there's there's like from from that perspective, there's no way you can sit here and tell me there is no God yeah. like, or say that yeah. like, some human just yeah. made all did this. all this because, yeah. like, or Big Bang Theory, please. And even like <laughs> even at um, the kids show, uh, the little, little Sheldon, the little Sheldon oh, yeah. show, yeah. Mm-hmm. he even talked about it. He was just like, man, he said, there's no way that there there isn't a creator, at least <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. there isn't a God, mm-hmm. because. If one wrong move, we would not all be here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and it's and I'm just like like I said, I'm just trying really trying to learn more. Yeah, and I think you bring up a good point, and something else I want to add here too. 
so like I said earlier, my grandma, she showed me, she introduced me to the gospel and everything. So she died when she was 80 years old and mm. she read her Bible every single day. Yeah. And she even told me that she was like, hun, yeah, I read my Bible every day, but there's things in here I still don't know about. And Amen. ever since I was born, I've always seen her reading her Bible and stuff. And to me, someone to read the Bible that long and she's saying she's still there's some things that she still doesn't know about and everything. It just showed me that you there's still things you can learn from reading scripture, from reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's some things you might read, and I'm sure you're going through this too right now, mm-hmm. Michael, that you might read something right now, you may not even understand it, but you may come at a later time, read that same passage, and be like, oh. It doesn't resonate until later. Exactly. So, and you bring a good point. So to really navigate this walk, you definitely have to be a student of it and really be willing to learn more about it because Jesus, he was someone who he he always spoke very, very below the surface, like really, really in depth. And from surface level, sometimes you wouldn't understand what he was saying until you really thought about it. I'm like, oh wow, that's that's what he's saying. So yeah, and that's and that's something I'm sure all three of us are encountering right now. That yeah, we're reading scripture, but it's like, okay. Is there something else within this text I'm reading right now? Is there a meaning behind this? Because, yeah, there's always there's always something you can learn from a text you're reading. You might pick up something right now, but at a later time, you might pick up something else. But I think the main point is to be a student of the Word and be a student of learning God's Scripture. Absolutely. Um, I'd say being just a, a lifetime student, <laughs> a lifelong learner um, of the word and uh, of the gospel, uh, I think there's always a meaning. I think there's a meaning behind everything that God does. I want to just put that out there as well. I think there's a meaning for everything that God does, uh, which is why I think that every person has a purpose. And uh, every scripture has significance. Um, no matter, you know, from Genesis to Revelation, every everything has a, um, a, a meaning. And it's our job to continuously read over these scriptures and analyze and talk to your brothers and sisters and uh, question. <laughs> yes, question. Question, get your answers um, so that you can understand the word even better. Uh, mm-hmm. We, I think as Christians, we shy away from questions uh, from the outside world. And, that, and that's another thing that we're going to try to do with this podcast as well is those uh, Christians or otherwise who listen to this podcast and have questions, we urge you to send those questions in to ask us about the faith, to ask us about the journey um, so that we can share our insight with you uh, because it's very important that we help each other with the scripture and with this journey. That is why God has us as a unit, has us as a family, uh, because it, we can't do it alone, right? <laughs> we cannot do it alone. But yeah, I definitely think that there is meaning to um, everything we read. And I think there you can find something different um, every time you read. You can find a new, uh, a new revelation every time you read the word of God, because it's that complex. There's so much meat in the word that we don't have to be stuck on milk. We can we we are supposed to be fed on meat. And when I say meat, I mean um, the word of God and how that is supposed to sit on us and sit in us uh, so that we may regurgitate this to others and feed others and help others. But 
Mm. Most most definitely, I think there's a meaning to everything. I think that's why we have the different versions of the gospel. Uh, we, you know, we have our New Living Translation. We have our mm. King James version, um, and these things are because we 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 have different ways that we process the word mm-hmm. you know what i mean and they're in yeah. different languages that speak to us better <laughs> and even di- just people people have different languages um uh in general that's why different translations exist but yeah definitely when we have like the um the english standard version all of that that's for us you know to to just look at these different versions and see what these things say from modern um to ancient text Mm -hmm. Uh, and i think that's very important and it helps us understand the word better but that's how you know the word is so complex because you have all these different versions that we can regurgitate from right and i think another thing too with reading the bible too is some people I know, they when they read these stories or they hear these stories, they think they're fables or these fantasy mm-hmm. stories that these things didn't actually happen. But yeah. to really appreciate reading God's word, is it you have to actually picture this stuff in your mind and think, wow, these were these were people that walked this earth just like how we walked this earth, and they dealt with this, so they dealt with that. So mm-hmm. it's like if you can imagine these things, then you can really appreciate the story that you're reading, especially like let's say, for example, when uh, Moses part of the Red Sea because you have to think at that time period nothing supernatural like that happens where people saw just a body of water just split into two because mm-hmm. when I think of that story I'm thinking like if I was in that crowd and I was walking in that water I'm probably looking at both sides of these these this water the whole the, the mm-hmm. wall of water and thinking yeah this ain't ever happened before this <laughs> right. something could go wrong like we gotta hurry and get to the other side like right. you gotta think about those things to really appreciate what happened in the Bible. And Michael, have you ever had those thoughts whenever you're reading uh, some stories in Genesis? Like, wow, like this is some, some stuff that actually happened. Yes, I've thought of that. I was just, like I said, I was like, I'm stuck in the beginning part, like mm-hmm. where the, the beginning is at because it's mm-hmm. really what really started it all and trying to have that understanding of why when God made this test. Right. And it's like, you know, I have other questions about it too. It's just like, some some say that, you know, the devil wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Some like they they interpret it as saying that you know it was just a talking snake or you know mm-hmm. there's there's different things about it and it's just like well then you know uh, pop up well why did why did God give Adam and Eve a test like that if mm-hmm. ultimately he knew that that they probably would have failed you know that's you know thoughts like that come across or you know, why did Eve even bother to trust the, the talking snake? And I thought yeah. that, you know, uh, well, when when I first read it, mm-hmm. you know, like I thought, like I thought all, Adam was the only one able to talk to the, you know, the animals, like mm. that. you know, questions like that. But of course, yeah. I know now. But yeah, no, that's that's good because I'm sure there's some people out there who are listening or watching this that are thinking those same things. We can definitely dive deeper yeah. into that in the later podcast yeah. to really, because yeah, I'm sure there's people who. They're not just set on what actually happened. They, they're, they're very doubtful, and they have questions on, so what actually did happen at the beginning when when the world was created and when Adam and Eve were in the garden, and then you have the serpent. So, yeah, I think that's definitely something we and should dive into. And the why of it all as well. Like, why did they receive that test? But I think that we receive tests in our everyday lives all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely, wholeheartedly, you you get a test on the road. Mm-hmm. When you're driving down the street, somebody cuts in front of you, that's a test. Yeah. <laughs> right then and there, because yeah. you can lose your mind and go on and cuss and be, you know, be, be very outrageous and mm-hmm. match that same energy. Um, 
but you're not supposed to. Right. <laughs> as as a child of God and as a Christian, you're absolutely not supposed to. Um, but then we get into another conversation about like is rage or is um, being angry a sin? And that's not a sin. It's not a sin to be angry. It it, it becomes a sin when whatever you do in that anger turns into action. Yes. That's you understand what I'm yeah. saying when you're when you're motivated by that anger to do something very outlandish. That mm-hmm. outlandish thing becomes the sin. But you know Jesus was angry. <laughs> he turned over tables. So that's that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. It's what we, it's when we allow our emotions to rule us rather than Christ, rather than the Holy Spirit. That's that's when that happens. And, and the same thing goes for um, the fruit in the garden um, and allowing just what you want to overpower God's law. God's mm-hmm. rule. Um, he said not to eat, and that's what you weren't supposed to do. And a lot of times, <laughs> as human beings, we <laughs> we think that we can get away with anything and everything. Like we don't have an all-knowing, all-seeing God, mm-hmm. and that's just not the case. So we'll definitely dive into that as well. We'll, we'll definitely touch on that because I think that that's that's a conversation, absolutely. Um, and it's not like we can't have fun as Christians. A lot of people yeah, think, they that think we can it's have this whole time. boring thing. Yeah. Like you have to <laughs> abide by these laws. You can't right. do it. No. And that's not true. You you yeah. just um, you're set apart from mm. the world. In order to be set apart from the world, you can't behave as the world. Right. That's just bottom line. Um, and this doesn't mean that you can't have friends outside of Christ, but do understand that usually birds of a feather do flock together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they true. usually do, and um, and a lot of times this is what I've young. This is what I've learned when I was younger, and I'm sure that y'all have had this experience too, where we get around a group of people that don't have the same values as us. Yeah. They don't have the same morals as us, and um, they don't serve the same God as us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, they they somebody's gonna win. It's all right. I'm saying. Like you're 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 gonna be influenced either way. And this is why going back to what we were stating in the beginning, it's very important to have a solid foundation with God, with the word of God. It's very important to ground yourself in the gospel. Uh, because if you do not, there's a whole world out there who is waiting for you to stumble. Yeah. Who is waiting for you to go astray? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's so easy to be caught up in the jaws of the world, and it's so easy to be caught up with the God of um, this world, uh, the de- the deceiver. <laughs> right. And you know what I mean? It's it's very easy. So definitely, I'm I'm definitely excited to talk about that too. This podcast is going to have all that and then some. <laughs> We're even going to talk about social media, how that yes. totally changed the game with everything. Yes, I mean. <laughs> You can find anything and everything on social media. That can be really good, and that can be really, really, really bad. Yes. So. Everything's so instant. Yeah, everything's so fast, and every and fast information is my thing, um, yeah. especially. I'm in a media literacy class right now, and we're going through and we're um, looking at different journals and um, different journalism, uh, and we're looking at what's real and what's not real. We're looking at what we can prove and what we cannot prove. And that's how I kind of feel with social media in general. It's just this entire game sometimes of what's real and what's not real. (laughs) Because people on social media often show you, um, they often show you just the good parts of life. And they often show you uh, just the the best times of their lives versus the worst, versus versus the most vulnerable times. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is exactly why this podcast, I think, was created as well, to show you vulnerability. 
Yeah. To, to show, show to show you the real. Yes. Life is not always good. Let, let's let's just be let's honest. Be Life honest. is not there is it's not always good times. No, no, no. Especially as a Christian, and and people, a lot of people think that well, as a Christian, you're supposed to always be optimistic, and you're supposed to always be happy and glad. Yeah, that may be true, but that's not the case. That's not yeah. always the case. We are human beings. We are flawed, and sometimes we do doubt. But this is why we have each other, and this is why we create things like this. Um, for you, for us, so that we can share and we can unite and understand that God is never going to fail us. Right. Never. Um, a lot of things may fail you in your life, including yourself. <laughs> oh yeah, we fail. We fail yeah. ourselves all the time. <laughs> we fail like, ourselves all the time. But God is a, a consistent God, and He's He's always going to be by our side, and um, that always brings me comfort. And I'm very excited to share that with you guys as well. Definitely. And I mean, that's that's something we just want you guys listening or watching to keep in mind is in this world, there's not a lot of things that are constant. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of inconsistencies out here. A lot of things that are not constant, but we know for sure God is constant. That's the one Amen. thing we can say is the same today, tomorrow, next week, next year. Mm-hmm. He's the same God that was with all those people back in the Bible times from Jacob to to. To Joe, every, Joe, everybody, everybody, baby. yeah, <laughs> and that blows my mind thinking about that. It's like this yeah. person we read about was with all these great people back in the Bible times, and we pray to him. It's, it just it blows my mind. Yeah, and, just an amazing being, just just a complex being, and I and I even think that sometimes, which I hope I I know that we're also going to talk about how we. Many people, um, and I and I want to bring out. I'm I'm going to call out like the pious people <laughs> in the body of Christ. You know what I mean? The people that think that they're they all they know everything um, when it comes down to the Word of God. When it mm-hmm. comes down to what God wants, yeah. and um, they don't. <laughs> no. They they don't and how could we because God is such a complex God and how could and how could we always I think question um, why God does what He does because we don't even know why some of us are still here today right. we just know that God deemed it so therefore we are um, so a lot of times it's just like. God is so complex. God is God, and He's the molder and He's the creator that we can't know absolutely everything right. about what God wants and God's plans. We see yeah. it every time, y'all. Yeah. It, it, God has a good sense of humor, too, y'all. Oh, yes, he, yes, yes, yes. We plan things in our life all the time, and God says, no, I want you to go this way. Yeah. No, I'm going to send you here. Right. No, or maybe he says, yes, I'm going to give you this, but it's not going to be the way you think it's going to be given to you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be given to you in the way that I need it to be given to you so you can give me the glory right. and people can see me through you. Um, uh, and that's very important too. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited to get on that yeah, topic too. Just, just know everybody, we're gonna we're gonna have some real talk on here. Yeah. We're, we're not gonna. <laughs> this is not your formal. I mean, yes, we're like I said, we we attend church and everything, but we're we're getting out to the nitty gritty, talking yeah. about you know some stuff that we deal with, how we navigate certain scenarios. You know, we may talk about like you know LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. We may talk about you know how people deal with marijuana nowadays mm-hmm. and drug. It's just just everything. Yeah, I mean, this is stuff people our age are dealing with, and this these are conversations that need to be had. And how do we go about dealing with these issues from a biblical perspective mm-hmm. and take the best approach going forward? Because we're not going to always we we may not make the right decision all the time, but through Christ and through prayer, we're going to try our best to 
make the right decision, say the right thing. So, yeah, it's definitely we're going to strive to do going forward. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just just everyone stay tuned. It's, it's going to be some good episodes coming your way. So Absolutely. Definitely. No sugar, Cody. <laughs> you know what? No, no sugar, sugar Cody. <laughs> yeah, we're, no we're, sugar we're definitely going to go there. We're not going to um, coddle. Right, right. And I also want to say that if going back to the fact that um, us as human beings, we are flawed and um, we do have fallacies. If we ever mess up or overstep or I I would say that we call out a word of scripture and it's not accurate or adequate, uh, I would say that I I urge our brothers and sisters to absolutely um, come and correct us because literally let us know, correct us. We're we're not perfect. We're never going to... Just know from this first episode, yes. we are imperfect people. We are. <laughs> yes, we're Especially Christians. Especially me, because I I can bring up certain scriptures, but it's just like, yeah. okay, did I really say that? Right, <laughs> right, right. So absolutely. It's like, okay, let me, like, do I need to pull out the Bible app mm-hmm. and say it, get the right quote? And, <laughs> and sometimes we will. Mr. Turner, you're wrong, you know? Yeah, so I, so I definitely say, um, come to us, correct us. We're going to have our email and everything set up um, for you, all of you beautiful people, all of our brothers and sisters. So, yeah, def- we, are, we are not above reproach, and we are not above being corrected. Um, and that's something that we also would probably talk about with oh, the yeah. body of Christ and being able to correct your brother and your sister uh, when they do mess up or overstep. Because mm-hmm. there is a way to go about doing that. You definitely want to do it in love, not exactly. just bashing someone ready to slam the Bible mm-hmm. in their face and everything. You, no one's going to hear you when you're doing that kind of thing. True. So definitely stay tuned for that. And yeah, just like Sapphire was saying, yeah, definitely reach out to us. We're going to have an email set up. We're going to, this podcast, once it's all done and edited, we're going to have it on pretty much all the major platforms Apple, Spotify, YouTube. We're going to have all the setup for you. So definitely stay tuned. Again, this podcast is called From Struggle to Salvation. And we're, uh, we're God's children trying to continue our daily walk of becoming more Christ like each and every single day. And we just, Thank you guys for watching or listening to this. Definitely stay tuned for the next one. And uh, that's all I have. Do y'all have anything before we take off? Nope. Just please stay tuned. Amen. (laughs) All right. Without further ado, y'all have a good one. And we'll see you next time. Bye.